0: Thanks for joining us online today. If you would like to join the conversation, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We hope that you'll enjoy this message. level church. Woo! Woo! We are within days of Christmas. Welcome to Tacky Sweat Christmas Sweater Weekend. Woo! It's
1: uh, actually just me and you, bro. <laughs> um, that was not an announcement for the entire church. It was just me and you. And I'm not real sure that I would consider mine tacky. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure you have friends that love you. <laughs> Nor do I. My hands are freezing, though. Hey, hey, uh, no. hey. <laughs> hey. i
0: have... stalking <laughs> What's up? My name's Pastor Matt, and I'm in charge around here. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not the boss, though. <laughs> We get wrangled into this. It's, you look amazing, honestly. Well, thank I, it's you. It's a big year, for the, is, a big year is, for the Cubs. It's a good year to, to uh, you know, yeah, yeah. have a Cubs in my, you know, ha- family lineage. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing. It's uh, typical it's year for Auburn. Typical, yeah. It's Eight pretty and four. good. Yeah, that's good. So. Awesome. Sixty-seven percent, yeah. yeah. brother. That's right. All well, the time. Well, what is up next level? <laughs> Welcome Coconut Point. Welcome Gateway location, <laughs> Fort Myers online audience. Yes, Pastor Kyle and I are going to be team teaching this weekend. And I got to be honest with you, man. I'm so excited about this weekend so excited we thought we'd just have some fun here's what we know we know that stress is probably at like an all-time <laughs> high being literally hours now from christmas christmas eve i know it is for us yeah with the barbara b man and christmas eve coming, coming. The 23rd 24th incredible incredible stuff so uh excited about part four of holiday revolution but yes before sir. we get into all of that i want to bring you guys up to speed for just i got to make sure my stockings don't get caught on the table <laughs> There, when I sit down, that could be tumultuous for a number of reasons. So, uh, no, before we, before we get started, I want to bring you up to speed for just a couple of minutes on our Kingdom Builders, on our, our final uh, generosity offering challenge that we had last weekend. and just want to say, uh, man, what an awesome, awesome thing it is to see the body of Christ, a church like ours, yeah. come together. Just incredible. And so let me zoom out even further. So when we came into 2016 Next Level Church, you know that we set a goal. And it was a faith goal of what if God could use us to rally, to live generously. We don't want to just be a, a giving church. We want to be a generous, uh, generously living church. And so what if God could use us to reach a goal of $1.5 million? And so listen to this. You guys, as of last weekend, this is so amazing. We are over the $1 million mark in Kingdom Builders. Yeah, think of that. A million dollars that every one of us have been able to participate in throughout the 12 months of December and be able to really connect. Our official number there, as you can see on the screen, is 1,016,274, which means, good news, we're 67% of the way there. And last weekend in our Kingdom Builders uh, final generosity uh, offering challenge, we had over $200,000 come in just last weekend. Think of that. So, uh, thank you. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. And and let me just say this: that means we're about four hundred and eighty-eight thousand dollars away from hitting our goal. And so, I just want to challenge us. Listen, if you haven't participated in our in our uh, this offering between now and December thirty-first, come on, next level. What could God do through us? And you've heard me challenging us over the last several weeks of just, you know, every single one of us, come on, let's all participate in this thing. And what's amazing about that is uh, a large part of Kingdom Builders, that 1.5 million, is really for phase one of the Fort Myers Dream Center that we purchased a few, uh, a couple of months ago. And so here's the cool part. That goal for the Dream Center was 575,000. And think of this, we only have 488000 to go. So next level, here's what that means. That means that every dollar we give from now to New Year's Eve over and above our normal tithe is it, gonna go into that Kingdom Builders and it's gonna help us fund the Dream Center phase one and get programming ready and get that facility ready to be opened at some point in 2017. And church, let me just tell you this. We, we've made a commitment. Here's what we know. We're not gonna move faster in terms of the Dream Center then, then, we, then two things. One is leaders. As, as God places a burden and a vision and a passion on people's heart to step up and lead, that's going to be a huge indicator for us. And the second is the finances of it all. Because we want to be a church that is stewarding what God has given us well. And next level, here's what I know. To whom much is given, the Bible says much is required. And that means we're responsible. So come on, everybody. Let's continue to pray. Let's continue to do our part. If you call Next Level Church your home, I'm challenging you as I have for the last month or so. Come on, let's give our biggest gift this Christmas season to Jesus. And together we are going to change the world. World, so that's the Kingdom Builders update. Here's uh, we're in p- Holiday Revolution, Part Four, and this weekend, just days away uh, from the Barbecue Man, days away from Christmas and Christmas Eve and Christmas Eve Eve. We want to talk about a simple concept called the power of invitation. The power of invitation.
1: I know we were <laughs> we were sitting down talking uh, this week, and we were in Dallas. Probably three or four months ago, and a story <laughs> it came. It was to mind. May. It
0: was like seven months ago.
1: Yeah, so seven yes. months ago in Dallas, the whole deal. You had spoken an event, Pastor Robert Morris, Gateway Church. Yep. We gave away the books during the ghost stories. Pastor Matt got the opportunity to go speak there. I went with you. We flew in. It was amazing. It was a full day and a half, though. It like I mean, from yeah, we start working. to finish. And uh, we finished on that second day, and and you were done completely. I was done partially, like, but you were done completely. You had <laughs> spoke several times. I'd just been hanging out, drinking coffee, um, acting like I was in important, but I was there, and we were, we were hanging out, and all of a sudden, the guy that hosted us was like, guys, we, we, we're partying tonight, and I'm like, well, for, we don't party, but we were like, yeah, sure, uh, no, well, you know, we're tired, like, Pastor Matt spoke all day, like, he's like, no, man, there's this place in town, it's called Top Golf." We're going. And I'm like, yeah, man, we're not great golfers. No, it's all for fun. It's all for fun. We'll go. Just a couple guys, couple guys, just a couple guys. None of us are very good at golf. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I'd, Matt's going, well, you know, we have to be up early in the morning, early, an early flight. flight, the whole deal. Well, anyway, my man just stays on us about going to Top Golf. So we finally say yes. He comes and picks us up with a couple guys, which ended up being about 10. And uh, oh, we yeah. end up at Top Golf. They've got a full catered meal, oh, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. food. Everywhere. Yeah. Food everywhere. So we're there. Again, these guys, they show up, their jeans are tighter than mine. Like they're they they, you know, I'm going, ah, there's some there's some older gentlemen in the crew. I'm like, okay, we're just gonna have fun. It is what it is. You're eating chicken wings, sitting down, I'm crushing a quesadilla, as usual. And I'm like, okay, so we're gonna play this top golf thing. So it's like three levels, and then you like hit it out and you play a game, the whole deal. So this first kid comes up, he's a future church pastor, planter, something like that. He looks 19, he's got on some seriously tight jeans and like a seriously tight shirt and little black frame glasses. He
0: looked like a worship leader.
1: No doubt.
0: (laughs) Wait, wait. No, no. That's the sweater talking, man. That's the sweater talking, You put your hand, you put,
1: you, you, yeah, you go into timeout. Um... (laughs) Anyway, this guy gets this yes. guy this guy comes walking up. Now again, of course, I'm arrogant. I'm not any good at, 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 at golf. I'm horrible. I'm awful. I don't never play, never grew up playing. But I'm sitting back, I'm like, okay, these guys aren't any good. He comes no, strolling no. up to the tee. Church planter guy. Yeah, church planter guy, oh, boots, yes. black yeah. boots so on, black on, like boots. cowboy boots. I'm like, we're in Dallas. Good for you, buddy. So he steps up to the thing and like he does the whole thing. He gets ready. I'm literally sitting eating a quesadilla at this point and I'm like, Come on, guy, hit the ball. Right, Nobody cares. So all of a sudden he's he's in, he's you know, he's oh, yeah. teeing oh, yeah. it no, up. It's real. like 300 dead center. And I'm like, oh my, no, he didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's a mistake. Like that is not supposed to happen. Well, the next guy comes up brawl us, Pastor Bobby. He's in his sixties. I'm like, well, this guy's not any good. He steps up, sets it down. Didn't take any time. Legitimately teed it up, walked up. Whoopah! Three oh like three oh five dead center, and I'm like, oh my gosh! All of a sudden, completely insecure. I'm like, ah. Uh, they're like, Kyle, you're up. I'm like, yo, oh, yeah, yeah, man. You know what? I actually need to go to the restroom. I'm uh yeah. not feeling good. Anyway, I go and I'm left-handed. I'm not even left-handed, but I hit a golf ball left-handed. That's how bad I am. I'm just I, I literally when I hit a golf ball, it goes further west no, than no, it does okay, north. Here's, no, like, yeah,
0: here's what you need to know. Okay, like in baseball, it's kind of my thing. Yeah. There's foul lines. Okay, imagine Kyle teeing it up for center field.
1: It hits somebody way so behind the third base dugout. Like, it,
0: like there's the net, and then the net stops. He almost hit it out. Of where the net stops. So it I caused, was so I bad. caused
1: a couple wrecks. But then, of course, yeah, Keller comes awesome. up. He tees it up. He's a little better. He's decent. He decent. hits it, you know, 229, 230. <laughs> About bugs, Max, 30. anyway, kid comes back up. whoop Three on I'm like, this is awful. Like, why are we here? Why are we here at all? Well, anyway, we go. So we're a little insecure. We're like, wow, they're, they're making fun of us, which I don't love. They're making fun of us. <laughs> and, and I'm like, yeah, good for you, guy. Like, great. Let's go throw a football. And I'm like, so... Um, <laughs> So, so anyway, we were there, but it ended up being an absolute blast, it man, truthfully. Blast. We ended up at a barbecue had, restaurant, yes. was, met some really good friends. Oh you met a pastor friend Laughed that's like your personality. Off. Had a blast. And the truth is we were sitting around just, just the other day talking about this, and we, we almost didn't go. And now we yeah. have a story, and honestly, we have some friendships that are incredible yeah. because of that night. And it's all because Pastor Bobby yep. extended an invitation wow. that he said, hey, would you come? And even though we fought and we pushed back and we got there and we were a little insecure, by the end of the night we had had an absolute ball that's the power of invitation
0: well yeah and here's what uh, what we want us to understand this week and next level well, think of this everything powerful that god ever did throughout the pages of scripture always involved an invitation of some kind the bible is full of stories and stories and stories and commands that all have to do with this idea of invitation. And let me take it all the way here. The Christmas story is full of this idea of invitation as well. So turn to, your, turn to your Bibles, click on your smart device to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2, which is one of the two places in scripture where the Bible tells us the Christmas story. Because I want you to see this invitation side and the power of invitation inside of the Christmas story this weekend. Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 8, that's where we're going to begin reading. Here's what it says. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. An angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. Verse 10. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, come on, this is the Christmas story, isn't it? I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today, in the city of David, there's been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. So the angel shows up to the shepherds and announces, hey, God just changed the world. Verse 13, suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is Please. So all of a sudden, it's not just one angel anymore. There's a whole army of angels that are announcing to these shepherds of all people, God just changed the world. The Christ has been born in a manger. You got to see this. <laughs> An angelic invitation. Verse 15. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, let us go straight to Bethlehem. They had just been invited in to what God was doing on the earth. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that's happened, which the Lord has made known to us. We got an invitation and we're not going to miss this. Look, verse 16. So they came, I love this part, in a hurry. They came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. Here's what what we want us to understand this weekend. There's power in invitation. And we see it all the way back to the Christmas story. That here are these unassuming, kind of out in the middle of nowhere, feel disconnected shepherds. And all of a sudden, the angels show up and invite them into what God is doing. And they experience something life-changing that day all because of an invitation.
1: Next level church, honestly, Barber Be Man, for us it is a it is a star in the sky. Yeah on Christmas Eve, Eve and Christmas Eve that it's in the center of our community of Southwest Florida in the Fort Myers area. Everybody knows about it. Everybody's been to the Barber Man. Everybody's either driven by it. People have been to a play before or a musical there at some point in time. If you ask anybody in Southwest Florida about the Barber Man, majority of people know where that's at. And we looked on several years ago and said we want to make that a star in the sky so that on Christmas Eve people can come and experience Jesus that they could follow that star and be in the presence of God. Well yeah,
0: that was really the heart and the passion behind this whole Barbara B man thing was from the beginning, four years ago, it, it wasn't just because we were doing a ton of services here and, and you know, just overwhelmed with Christmas Eve, 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 Eve type. <laughs> you know, how many can you actually do? There was a greater vision. Ready? The greater vision was: what if we could get outside the walls of a church and offer a gift, an invitation, a star mm-hmm. to our community? And maybe, just maybe, many of us who have friends, family members, classmates, co workers, neighbors who would never think of darkening the door of a church right. in their life, maybe, just maybe, those people would come to a production on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and what we found over the last several years is it works. God shows up and people experience God because of this invitation. The next level, here's what we believe. We believe and we are believing that this year, hundreds and hundreds of lives are going to be changed. Hundreds of people are going to say yes to a relationship with Jesus Christ on December 23rd and 24th in a performing arts hall (laughs) where God meets them.
1: It's incredible. So here's what we want to do this weekend. Inside your bulletin, there are some fill in the blanks on a slip of paper. If you want to pull those out, we want you to track with us, and we just want to really give you why there's power and invitation. Why there's power and invitation. The first one, if you're taking notes this weekend, is simply this: research says there is. Right. That research actually says there's power and invitation. Uh, Contrary to popular belief, we don't just make this stuff up on the weekends. (laughs) Like we actually do (laughs) a little research. We text a few friends. We call in a friend. Like the whole deal. We 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 ask some questions. Like we look this stuff up and the truth is when it comes to invitation there's power in invitation because research proves that there is look at these stats that we researched over the last couple of weeks 67% 67% of americans say a personal invitation from a family member would be very or somewhat effective in getting them to visit a church wow much less Barber B. Mann. 63% of Americans say a personal invitation from a friend or a neighbor would be very or somewhat effective in getting them to visit a church much less a musical theater on Christmas Eve. 63% of Americans are very or somewhat willing to actually receive information about a local congregation or faith community from a family member. Come on, Next Level Church. What if it's actually true that if we invited 10 people over the next week to our Christmas Eve services, that six to six and a half, I don't know how you get the half, maybe they have a baby, that six and a half people would actually say yes? What if it's true? Wow. What if it's true that if you're a family member, that if you were to extend an invitation Mm. that most of them would say yes? What if your neighbors or friends that are in your circle that don't attend church and have asked you questions about church before might actually say yes to a church visit, much less a musical theater performance with their friends? On Christmas Eve, I can't help but think about a couple of our coconut point coaches. Yep. Um, we were looking on social media this week, and it's amazing because one of them has invited 50 plus of their family members or friends. Like on, counting how many people they've invited, mm-hmm. and they've listed the names, and they've listed how many invitations yep. for how many people they have in the family. And then about three or four days ago, he posted another thing showing how many tickets he's actually reserved because of out of 51, 52 people that he's invited, friends, family, coworkers, or neighbors, he wow. has over 30 who have said yes to come with them to our that's Christmas awesome. Eve services. Yeah. So for you mathematicians out there, let that sit for a second, because again, mm. we don't make this stuff up. Wow. If 33 people out of 54 people say yes, that's about 60 plus percent. Wow. We'll say yes if we'll just simply mm. extend the invitation. Next Level Church, listen, we can create websites. We can create social media accounts. We can put pictures out. We can create invite cards we can make bulletins we can make postcards and send them in the mail but the most powerful form of invitation is still one-on-one
0: it's, it's such still a big one-on-one. deal here's here's the second thing we need to know about the power of invitation number two write it down invitation creates a ripple effect Yeah. when we offer an invitation to somebody it always 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 creates a ripple effect and jesus understood this at the very beginning of jesus ministry when he is first getting established on the earth he leveraged the power right. of invitation and, and leveraged the ripple effect. John chapter 1. I love this. John chapter 1. Look at verse 35. Again, the next day, John the Baptist stood with two of his disciples. The two were John and Andrew. And looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. So John the Baptist sees Jesus and he says, Hey, that's the guy. That's the guy. Now it gets interesting. Look, 37. The two disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus. Verse 39. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. Now watch what Andrew does. Verse 40. He first found his own brother, Simon, and said to him, We found the Messiah. Verse 42. Look. And he brought him to right. Jesus. Invitation. There it is. you see the ripple effect already? Now, when Jesus looked at him, he said, You are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, or Petros, or Rock. Verse 43. The next day, the following day, Jesus wanted to go to Galilee, different city. And he found a dude named Philip, and said <laughs> to him, Invitation, follow me. Come to the Barbara Bee. Look at verse 44. Now Philip... <laughs> was from Bethsaida, another town. The city of Andrew and Peter. So watch. Here's Mm -hmm. the power of this. Jesus is inviting uh, Philip, and guess who's standing right behind him? These two jokers. Andrew and Peter standing (laughs) standing right behind Jesus. And so this is not a cold call. Jesus looks at Mm -hmm. Philip, and when Philip looks at Jesus, he goes, Hey! You guys went to my high school. <laughs> I know you. Hang on. Do you? Are, Beth, say hi. Woo! <laughs> right? <laughs> Class just twenty-eight. In. No, like really, just twenty-eight. <laughs> like, this wasn't just a cold call. And Andrew and Peter are like, no, no, Drew, you gotta come. Is this is really him. This is the Messiah. This is Jesus. It's gonna be amazing. What's happening here? Invitation mm-hmm. ripple effect. Verse forty-five. Philip found Nathaniel. And said to him, We found him who Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, mm. the son of Joseph. Verse 46. And the Saint Nathaniel, look at this though, said to him, Oh, he's <laughs> from Nazareth? Nazareth High? Oh, hang on. No, no, no. Time out. Can anything good come from there? <laughs> hold, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. North Fort Myers? <laughs> I'll play it the other way. Benita? I got you. Either way, Mariner? <laughs> I stop. We have a couple people on staff yeah, for Mariner. We love you guys.
1: You guys are awesome. Yes. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Check this out. Sometimes people are going to be skeptical and push right. off a little bit when mm. we invite them. That's what happened to Nathaniel. Look what Philip does. Just come and see. Mm. I, I promise you. <laughs> It's not going to disappoint. It's not going to disappoint. And I love what Jesus says. You got to see this. Verses 47 and 48. Jesus, here's the skepticism in Nathanael. And look what he says Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said to him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no deceit. Verse 48. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? I lost my place. Sorry. Jesus answered and said to him, I love this. So before good. Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, hmm. I saw you. Next level. Zoom in. Listen. The people God places on our heart this week to invite to the Barber Bee man, guess what? God is going before you. He's going before them. And don't let a little skepticism, don't let a little standoffishness deter you. I'm just telling you, 63%. Don't, you know why? Because you have no idea. We have no idea how God is ordering someone's mm. steps. Right. And they're going to walk into the Barber Man on the 23rd or the 24th, and something's going to get sung, or something's going to get said or done, or they're going to see a face in the crowd, and all their walls are going to start to come down. You know why? Because Jesus saw them. And let me just say this, listen, we understand we're having a lot of fun up here and we're talking about one major concept this weekend of invitation. Listen, I, we understand that it's possible that some of us have come into one of our services this weekend and you feel unseen. Yeah. I want you to know, we want you to know God sees you right where you are. It's not a mistake that you're here this weekend. Listen. It's not a mistake that you came in and you're sitting in the seat that you're in. You're sitting in a movie theater. You're sitting in a location right now. Listen, it's not a mistake. Jesus sees you. And he sees the fig tree, the ordinary tree that you're sitting under. And he wants to meet you this week and all through the Christmas season. Jesus sees you. And our invitation, Next Level Church, we never know the ripple effect Mm -hmm. that it is going to have.
1: Not sure, one invite, one invite, yeah, can turn into from someone in your workplace bringing their family and extended family. One right. invite to a neighbor could have them end up inviting two or three of their neighbors that they're friends with Shh. in your neighborhood. We see it every single year every at Barber B. Every, every, every time somebody time. comes up and says, hey, these are my neighbors. And then their neighbors are like, yeah, we actually invited these people. They live down the street. We hang out with them all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. one invite always ends up being four, five, six people, which our hope is that turns into one, two, three, on, man. four salvations. Yes. People yes. thought they were coming to a Christmas musical and they came yep. and they experienced the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the the Prince of Peace, the the Savior of of our world. Number three, if you're taking notes this weekend, number one, research says there's power in invitation. Number two, it creates a ripple effect. Number three, the master commands us to. Yeah. The master actually commands us Mm. to, that it's fun to read it through the story here. But then Jesus came to earth and Jesus taught some principles that we all follow today as followers of Christ. And the master actually commands us to invite. Look at Luke chapter 14, verse 23, that before we read the verse, there's a a banquet going on. And Jesus is teaching this parable, which he would do sometimes if you're new to church or you're new to your relationship with Christ, Jesus would take big concepts and he would teach them in a way that that culture could understand. And he was talking about this banquet that a master was putting on. So big house, big table, all the fine chinas out. He's got his servants going crazy, but then he looks on and goes, it doesn't matter if, if nobody's here. It doesn't matter if we put out the fine china. It doesn't matter if we have the filet mignon. It doesn't matter if we have the right music playing. It doesn't matter about the environment, if nobody's actually here in the environment. At Next Level Church, it doesn't matter if it's at the barber man, if lost people don't show up. It's just, a, it's just seats at that point, and it's for us, and Christmas Eve is for us. It's a place for us to come with our families that are followers of Christ and Next Level lights, and we come, and we take pictures in front of the Christmas tree, and we drink our hot chocolate and eat our donuts or cookies, depending on which one you like, and we go in, and we have an incredible experience with our families, but at that point, it's just a, a normal dinner table for all mm. of us but christmas eve is a it's a banquet yep it's where we get to serve people that normally might not be there luke chapter 14 verse 23 it says then the master told his servant go out to the roads and the country lanes and compel them to come in so that my house yeah. will be full come on coconut point let's fill up the barber yes. man a couple yes. nights that you're bringing your team and your tribe to come on gateway let's fill up the barber B man a couple nights mm. with your friends from lehigh and buckingham in the gateway community come on fort myers location you spread out all across this area of fort myers you work in big businesses you have friends that you hang out with you have people in your neighborhood that right now are lost and if they, they are blind and they cannot see they are deaf and they cannot hear but when they come to the barber B man yes. the lord just does something yes. special and they can leave their seeing and hearing yes. because jesus will change them forever. There are 9,000 seats at the Barber Bee Man. It's awesome. 9,000 between our five services. 1,800 seats, five services, 9,000 seats. Let's fill the place (laughs) full of next level lights and full of your friends and your family members that need to hear the life-changing message of Jesus Christ. But it comes up to us. It comes down to us. We've got to extend the invite. It's a star in our city, but it said before the star was there, an angel came. Mm. And then they followed the star to where Jesus was. We get to be the angel, we get to appear and invite, and then the star is Barber B. Mann, and when they are drawn there, mm-hmm. the Lord will change their life wow. forever. I go back to the story with Pastor Bobby and that whole golf <laughs> thing. I mean, my man invited us. Yeah, we didn't want to go. And there's one thing to invite, but then he compelled us. Like, we yeah. were like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't you know if I step into that place, the ceilings might fall down. Like, I don't know. You know, I haven't been to church in years. You know, I don't, you know, I, don't I don't. own a suit. Like, I don't know if I can you, People are going to have every excuse under the sun, yep. but if we will compel them yes. to come, compel them to come pastor bobby compelled us and then we ended up there and we had one of the best nights of our life next level church compel your friends family members and co-workers to be at the barber man
0: number four it could change everything Hmm. what's the power of invitation what do we need to know about the power of invitation it could change everything we never know when one simple invitation could mean the difference in someone's Hmm. eternity Think of it. What if God wants to use us this week to give a friend, a coworker, a family member, um, a relative, a loved one, a a classmate, a neighbor down the street that you've waved at in your car 50 times but you've never rolled down the window and said hello. What if God would use us this week to open a door, to expose them to the hope of the gospel here's what we know we know there are a lot of hurting and broken people out there and next level think of it god has positioned us as a church to be a light to be a star to the community around us that people could experience a brand new life here's the promise the apostle paul wrote about it, second corinthians chapter 5 or 17 therefore if anyone is in christ he's a new creature old things passed away new things yeah. have come god wants to use us to be that kind of influence to have that kind of impact mm. in someone else's life it could change everything
1: yeah I think about um a young man at our, our gateway campus His names darren and um yeah. and darren actually lived in the neighborhood that i lived in out in gateway for quite some time and it was last christmas eve uh, there's a, a young couple in our, our church out in gateway the bowman's who lived on the same street and I'd talked to Darren over the years and knew where he worked and knew about his family and seen him pulling his kids in his red wagon before around the neighborhood and we'd said hey and and the Bowman's actually became friends with their family and they extended an invite to him on Christmas Eve and he actually showed up at the Barberbe Man. He came to the Christmas musical because he wanted an experience for himself and his family on Christmas Eve and he came and it was just a few weeks later at our Gateway campus in January when he raised his hand and he accepted Christ. Not even in our service in our Discover event that That's he awesome. he went to our Discover event. He went through our Next Steps system that we have after he visited a couple times after Christmas and they walked him to Discover Jeez. and then we offer salvation in our Discover events and he raised his hand and and then several months later in May he was baptized at our Gateway campus and I remember seeing his story and watching it online and thinking how proud i was of him and how many times we had said hey walking the neighborhood and conversated about life and and here's the thing next level there's 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 times where i've known them forever and i've never invited them I, i think that the lord led darren and his family to that specific christmas eve for a perfect reason and i'm not gonna tell the entire story but there was there was some things going on where the lord just drew them there the the star appeared and it was light at the end of a tunnel. It was brightness in a, in a dark time for them. Right. And they, they were drawn to the Barber B man, salvation, baptism. Now Darren serves on our Gateway safety team uh, every week out there. That I, Every awesome. time I show up, he's serving away. I was talking to Pastor mm-hmm. Gabe, our Gateway campus pastor, and he was just telling me how Darren's thriving out there in his walk with Christ. He's in a group out there coming on every Tuesday night, every other Tuesday night, a part of a men's group that's out there, and he's experiencing the love of Jesus. But it started all with a very, very simple invitation.
0: So how do we do this? Well, three simple ways. The first is we have invite cards. The theme this year is called come home, come home. (laughs) And we had a walk through, talk through this, this week. I've been working on the message, memorizing it. It's going to be powerful. We're telling some pretty powerful stories about coming home. Add value. How do we do this? Add value. Pay for someone's coffee. And leave an invite card uh, this week. Uh, leave a big tip for a waiter or a waitress, and leave a big tip, and then leave an invite card to the Barbara B. Add some value. You know what? Here's one. What about for your coworkers? You're like, well, how would I do that? And how would I bridge the gap? Okay, go. What if you What if you go get five or like ten five dollar Starbucks cards, and then put the come home card with a five dollar Starbucks card, and say, hey, Merry Christmas from me and my family, man. We're we're doing this thing at Barbara B. This production, we'd love to have you and your family join us. You're welcome to come. It's all free. We think you'd really, really enjoy it. It'd be a, nice, a new tradition for you and your family. Boom. Add value. Invite card, add value. And then here's the third thing, very simply but very powerfully. Come on, next level. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's spend this week yeah. praying. Because there are going to be hundreds and hundreds. Of th- we have 9,000 seats that are going to be filled with people who need to come home and experience the love of Jesus and the power of God in their life. So that story about the shepherds in the book of Luke that we read a few minutes ago. Shepherds come because of the invitation. They're there. When they see Jesus, they bow down, they worship. They're just Their life is changed and they leave which leaves Mary and Joseph with the new baby. In verse 19, I love what it says. There's this little kind of almost afterthought that gets thrown in. Look at verse, verse 19. But Mary treasured all these things in her heart. Okay, what? God had spoken to her that the baby that was being born into this world from her, through her, was a big deal. But I believe the reality of what she was a part of didn't really click until the shepherds came and told their story of the invitation they had. Hmm. And suddenly, God did something in her heart when she watched someone else respond to Jesus. Imagine the joy that you and I are gonna get to experience when we're sitting down the row from a friend, a coworker, a neighbor, a loved one that we've been praying for for weeks, for months, some of us for decades. And when they lift their hand and receive Christ on the 23rd or the 24th of this week. There's going to be a joy that comes to our heart knowing we're a part of something really, really big that God's doing in Southwest Florida and on the earth today. So come on, Next Level Church, whatever service you're in this weekend, let's pray. Let's pray that God would use us to offer a simple invitation that his power and his spirit might be present and flow through it. Let's pray together. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for giving us opportunity. God, thank you that we as a church don't just get to go to the barbecue man on Christmas Eve as part of our, you know, Christmas tradition and it's awesome and whatever. God, thank you that we get to do this for the loss of our city, God, because we're responsible to whom much is given, much is required. And Lord, you have blessed us with three locations, three churches that blanket this whole region. And it's for a reason. It is not just for us. And so, Lord, we just pray right now for the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of someone's family, someone's friend, someone's co-worker, someone's classmate, someone's neighbor, who's going to be invited this week and show up and sit in one of those rows in the balcony or on the main floor, and their life is eternally going to be different and changed because of what we're a part of. So, Lord, we pray, Jesus, that you would use us as harvesters in your vineyard, as laborers in the harvest field, that this Christmas we might not just experience the joy of it all for ourselves, but we would experience it through the invitation of others as well. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone in every service who agreed said, Amen. Amen. Thanks for watching today. If your life has been impacted through this ministry, we would love to hear your story. Send us an email to mystory at We're always encouraged to know how God is using this ministry to change lives. Also, if you want to support what God is doing here, you can do so through our website, nextlevelchurch.com and help us bring you more messages just like this one every single week. Your generosity is making an impact here and around the world. Thanks for joining us online. Have a great week.